Hey there, Cube Nerds. Thanks for downloading episode 14 of the Cube Nerds podcast. Sorry, it's not another Monday morning podcast. I'll get back in the habit, I swear, because I keep getting behind and now I gotta record two a week. Falling behind on my homework. Look at this jerk off flying up the curb to get around me. Now I gotta go around you. All right, so hope everybody's, hope everybody had a good Monday. Hope you're having a good work week so far. Just uh, nice sunny weather. Driving down the highway in New Jersey. It's about goddamn time. So yeah, so uh, you know, not a whole bunch to talk about. Maybe you listened to the last episode, the special water cooler edition of the Cube Nerds podcast, where we reviewed Infinity War, which I loved. So a little quick uh, water cooler talk too. I knocked out Cobra Kai on YouTube Red. And I'll tell you what, this show was great. Everybody And every review I read, everybody's like, I did not expect it to be that good. Like, it looked fun, it looked entertaining, but I didn't expect it to be that good. And I remember the previews were like, yeah, sure, it looks good, it looks entertaining. I don't like the fact that, you know, they're making Johnny the good guy now while Daniel has turned into a douchebag. But I'll tell you what. <sighs> if you watch the show... You know, you get a real feel for both sides of their story. And, man, that was that show was so awesome. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep because I was watching it. Two nights, I didn't go to bed till 3 o'clock in the morning because I was, I was knocking out this show. Two sessions, I knocked out every episode. They're half-an-hour episodes. It's only 10 episodes, so it's a piece of cake to motor through. But, man, that show was, was awesome. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how, to show that, how good that show was. It was such a surprise. It's engaging. It introduces new characters. It holds up with time. Man, that show was good. Great. So, yeah. So, go check out Cobra Kai. There's other places you could get it. Or you could sign up for a quick 30-day trial on YouTube Red. And just knock it out in five hours. And then, you know, bag the free trial. That's not a plug for YouTube Red. But, you know, that's that's the legal way you can do it. But, yeah. So, that was good. All right, so that's the water cooler talk. Maybe we'll make that a regular uh, regular thing, talking about what I'm binging on or what I'm geeking out about. Uh, so this week I want to talk about... So I always put notes in my phone to talk about, you know, here's some things that... You know, here's some topics that I want to cover and touch on and that are interesting to me or things that come to mind during my work week, work day. So one of the things that going through my list here I wanted to talk about... So in, in my notes, I wrote down becoming the expert. But really what I think it turns into is being the go-to person at your office. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Because I, I can't seem to shake it. And that's not, you know, that's not, you know, putting myself over too much. That's just how it is. That's how I, I just I just become that. I don't know if it's an attitude thing or if it's a personality thing. But at my last office, I just kind of look to take charge. Maybe because I've always been ambitious and wanting to be a leader and wanting that kind of, you know, attention. But it's funny because, like, growing up and in high school, I was never that guy. I didn't stand out until maybe senior year in high school when I started doing my own thing. Other than that, I was just kind of on the back burner. But, yeah, definitely when, uh, you know, when I started my career, I definitely just you know, look to take charge because I wanted to move forward. And I always made it a thing. I always tackled new obstacles. So this is kind of part two of shit your pants and dive in. 
from that episode if you listen to that episode. Because really, I just I just take charge. You know, if you want to be that go-to guy, I just I just pick up on certain topics, and I make friends with you know the new folks that come in. I mentor new associates. I always let them know that you know they have somebody they can go to in me. Oh, you know, and that's the case. If they need someone to go to, they can go to me. I can be that that person available because when new folks come to the office, you know, they don't know what they want. Maybe they or they don't know who to talk to. They're just getting getting attached to new people. They still need to break in to talk to people to to learn about you know, the new things about what their job is or maybe how to uh, troubleshoot a certain issue and they don't know who to go to right away. They don't know who to go to for certain instances. So I try to be that person. There was one time at my old job, I think four people started at the same time and I took two hours out of my day to introduce them to every single person in the office because that's what you needed because both of my jobs when I started uh, the first time, you know, my last job, I never got introduced to anybody. So I kind of just had to make friends on the fly or when folks came to me. And then, you know, with this job too, I think the day I started was a day where there was nobody there. It was a snow day and pretty much three quarters of the office wasn't there. So I didn't get to be introduced to anybody then either. And I just had to kind of learn as I go and make friends with people as I go. And I've been there three years and I talked to a shitload of people. That's how it goes. So I've always tried to be that liaison for everyone else when they start and say, hey, look, you know, if you need somebody to talk to, come to me. I'll point you in the right direction. So and that's how you be that go-to person. And that's how you become, you know, an asset to the company. And then it's the same thing goes with knowledge. With knowledge, the same deal. I just grab things and I dive in and I learn about them. And then eventually other people come to me or when they go to the managers and say, hey, I need help with this. They say, hey, go to that guy. Go to the model employee. He knows what's up. He's familiar with that issue. He's seen it before. So it's like, oh, okay. And then they come to they come to me, and then now I'm the go-to person. And it just it just it just naturally happens. And one thing I always say, and I, I probably said this on the shit your pants and dive in episode, where, like, look, I'm not anything. I'm not. I'm not anything special. I don't have any special training. I don't do anything that's that's special or I don't have any special treatment. You know, where I get to the position I'm in, it just happens and I just do it myself. You know, the knowledge I have, I don't go to special trainings and get this knowledge and that's what makes me an expert on these certain topics. You know, and for other folks that don't have that that expertise and then they have to come to me. There's folks that have been working there twice as long as I have and come to me because they don't know how to do something or they don't want to deal with it so they come to me for help. And it's like, that's, that's on you, man. That's not me. You know, I, I mean, uh, I, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything different. I, maybe because I'm younger, it just comes to me easier than, than some of those folks. But still, that's not the case. Because there's plenty of people who, ha- who are older than me that, you know, have more knowledge than me. So I just kind of, I just, just take charge and I just, just do things and make myself accessible to people. And when you pop people up, you know, and, and you get that quick... I'm on a call or I'm busy, you know, and if somebody blows you off, like, okay, well, fuck them. I'm not going to go to them anymore. They're not the go-to person. So I always try to make it where, yeah, sure, let me help you while I can. Yeah, I'm on a call, but I can do two things at once because I'm not fucking half a moron. You know, I can multitask. I can pop you up and I can talk to you in a chat while I'm on the phone. 
and and then if I, if it gets too busy or I can't look into it, then I can say, sorry, I'm on a call. I, I can't look into it right now. Or even that quick little, even that quick little right away. No, sorry, I'm on a call right now. I can't look into it. You know, but here, go to this person or here, what's, is it a quick question you can ask? Maybe we can look into it together. What the fuck? So, you know, and, and that happens. It's easy to become the go-to person, and the go-to person gets your name out there. Like one of my my previous managers, kind of, and the way you put it now, it's almost like you know if you if it's all about marketing yourself, and almost you know the way you tackle yourself on social media, you're you're expressing your brand, you're getting your name out there, your everything's good for your brand, your own personal brand. So if you're putting it out there that you know you're the go-to person and you're there to help and you're there to, to help with different topics and you want people to come to you for assistance then that looks good on you it looks good on you because now you've got all these people mentioning your name I've got people that come to me I've never even heard of before I don't know what the hell department they work in. I don't know where they came from and like yeah so-and-so uh told you know dropped your name and told me to reach out to you I'm like oh okay sure how can I help you and sometimes it gets overwhelming because I've got my own shit to do. But you know what? From my aspect, from my perspective, it, it looks good. And from management perspective, it looks good on me. That a lot of people see me in a positive light. That I'm a go-to person. And I'm the go-to person for management too. If there's escalations that need to be tackled and this and that. Sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'll get into that in a minute. But but it's good to, it's good to be the go-to person. You'd rather be the go-to person... That's someone that just lays back in the weeds. That's the way I feel about it. And I've always felt the way about it. And I don't think my mind will change on it. No matter the, the circumstances or outcome of everything. Because I like having that rapport with, you know, co-workers that I'm dependable. And that people can come to me when they've got questions or issues. You know, I'm the person that comes to mind. And that's a good thing. Same, Like I said, same thing goes for management. If I'm the person that comes to mind for management... That's good for me. Now, the detriment to that is that if I'm the go-to person, what what else can I do? Because that's it. And I've had this talk with management where they kind of mention that, look, we'll never deter you from any kind of advancement or anything like that because of, you know, because of your work. It's anything, it's a good thing that I'm a go-to person because my worry is well, if I'm a go-to person, then what happens? What? How can I go somewhere else if everyone needs to depend on me? Because there's, you know, there's examples of people like that, where they've moved on to other other positions because they're people that I need to go out to for help. They've moved on to other positions, and yet they still, I still need to constantly reach out to them because I need help, and they're the only ones that know that. And now they're in these other positions, and they're like, look, I, you know, I can't be bothered with this right now because I've got I've got new work to do. I can't be doing this old work. And that's what I worry about myself. Is that look, if I'm a go-to person, how can I move on because everybody needs to depend on me. Everybody needs to come to me for questions and answers that I won't have time for anymore. So to me, it thinks, look, we can't we can't move him out of there because he needs, to, you know, he's our go-to person. He needs to be there to help these associates. 
and I don't, I mean, I don't think that's going to be the case. Like, I think I'll be on the greener pastures soon enough. Oh, excuse me. Oh. Yep. As you know, I record these in the morning. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I don't think, I don't think it could hurt. I don't think it will hurt, but I do worry about it. It's something that bothers me. And, you know, it's, so is it like a victim, you know, for lack of a better term, victim of your own success type thing? Because now, you know, like I said, if I if I am the go-to person, someone needs to go to someone. And if there's no one else, they're going to have to come to me. And even in my new role, they're going to have to come to me because I'm the person that knows. It's almost like I have to train a predecessor. But I mean, you know, I don't know who. I don't know anyone that, that wants to be that ambitious, that wants to that wants the, that responsibility. Some folks want to just, you know, hang back and just do their thing and learn as they go. Other folks may kind of want it, but they're not the right person for the, you know, for that position. So it's it's tough. It's tough to be the go-to person. And it's tough to, to you know, have somebody else be the go-to person. you got to have the right mindset. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But I worry about it. I worry that it could hurt me. But I don't think it could hurt me more than it helps me. That's what I was just saying before. It is a good thing to be the go-to person. You want to, you want folks to come to you. It's not a bad thing. And if you're getting your name out there, it'll, it'll pay off soon enough. Maybe it'll be the kind of role where, you know, your job is to be the go-to person. Maybe you're just part of, you know, the second level support group or something like that or issues that are too difficult for, you know, entry associates to, res- to resolve. So that's what, that's the team you're on now. And then your job is to be the go-to person. So if you like being the go-to person, that's a good thing. And that's, there's so many different outlets that I like to go that that's kind of, you know, that's one outlet. There's helping associates and helping, you know, make procedures better. That's another outlet. But we'll see what happens over time. I mean, right now, again, it's just being the go-to person. Of course, there's another part of it that I wanted to, to discuss that I forgot. But... Hold on, let me, let me, well, no, that's all right. I could pause it, save it, and then go back and listen to it already. But I ain't going to go through all that because I'm driving. So let's, uh, let's be easy on that. So be the go-to person. It's not difficult. If you want to be the go-to person, you can be the go-to person. Just, just take on challenges and be friendly to folks. Be available. Want to be the go-to person? Be available. Hey, can you take this call? Hey, we need you to work at this escalation. Sure, sure, no problem. I'm there. I'm available. Whatever you need, I got it. I'm on top of it. Be available. Be friendly. And just dive in. That's how to be the go-to person. You want, you know, you want to just, you want to learn and you want to grow, and you want to get your name out there. And it's good for you to do that. It's good for everyone else to see that. It can be a lot of work on top of the a lot of work you already have, but it's better for you. Everything, like I said to one of my previous managers, is what they're telling me. It's good for my brand. It's good for getting my name out there and my you know recognition. It's a good thing to do, 
And the more you do that, the more your name goes up the ladder. So that's what you want to do. You want to pump your name down everybody's throat. Be the go-to person where you're tackling the difficult issues that come to you. You're always available. And on top of that, you're always asking management, how can I do more? How can I do more on top of what I'm already doing, which is already too much than what I'm supposed to be doing? And then you get into a rut and you, you could get overwhelmed. But it's okay to get overwhelmed because it just happens. And you can let management like, look, I, I got to get overwhelmed. It happens to me now. We're like, look, take a day or two to not help folks. Because helping folks becomes a full-time job some days. And I've got my own work I got to do. My own numbers I got to reach. Rather than helping everybody else meet theirs. So, I mean, that's, that's part of... Hopefully, you know, procedures and changes to come that hopefully I'm a part of where I can develop a team of go-to people because that's the case. That's what it has to be. You need a go-to team to address issues uh, because one person eh, is not enough. So if you want to be a go-to person, that's great. Help others be go-to people. If you've got multiple people that want to be go-to people, even better if you got ambitious employees who want to be there for each other on the team that's great because you are a team no matter what you're a team that's why you want to help out other folks even though i'm getting mixed signals now where i'm getting yeah look only help people in your department on your team okay and then when i talk to the direct you know when that's when i talk to the boss's boss and then when i talk to my boss it's yeah, you want to help folks. You want to help anybody we can because we're still, you know, one one company and we're still one team. We all want to help the customer. And that part I agree with. I agree with helping everybody because it's tough to not help folks. It's tough for somebody to come to you with a problem and you got to say, "Look, uh, you got to go to management first. Or, oh, yeah, can you reach out to somebody else because you got to stop coming to me." That's so difficult, especially when it's like, "Hey, quick question for you." Yeah, sure. I can't blow off a quick question. So that's what I mean. That's where it can get to be too much, because then eventually, you know, one quick question that's five minutes long turns into five people asking me five quick questions, and then that is a chunk of my day that's missing. And it happens every day. It's a lot of time that can be backed up. So you do what you can, and you know, you become a go-to person. And it takes time. It doesn't take much time, honestly. It really didn't take me much time because. It kind of, like I said, going back to the shit your pants and dive in, where find something that no one else wants to be involved with, or that's a pain point or a challenge for you know everyone else, and take point on that problem. Take point on that problem and learn it and grow and be the expert on that problem, and then now you're the go-to person. Now you're the go-to person because who else are they going to go to? And now you're now you just stepped out of the line. Now you just stood into the, you stepped into the spotlight because you're a person that comes to mind for other folks when they need to work on something. When something comes to mind and hey, this issue I don't know anything about this issue or it's too difficult. Oh, we'll reach out to so and so. They know it. They've seen it before. There you go. And then the more you do it, the more you learn it, the more you grow, and the more you get your name out there, and the more you you establish your brand and you're a go-to person. And then hopefully you want that you want that part to evolve 
into a better position for yourself because it becomes difficult. It becomes difficult when you're the go-to person and then like I said, I worry. I worry what'll happen for me being the go-to person and no other go-to people. Is it good for me to be that person? Because I'm gonna, then I'm gonna be the go-to person forever. And that's difficult. It's difficult to grow, you know, to, to establish myself, or not, not establish myself, it's difficult to move forward in my positions and step out of that. Because then eventually if you get sick of being the go-to person, well, tough, you're gonna be the go-to person for a while until somebody new comes along and takes that mantle. And, you know, I don't know who it's going to be. If in my case, I have no idea who it's going to be. But, speaking with management, they have said that they that's on them. That's on them to worry about who's going to be the next go-to person. And it shouldn't be something I should concern myself with. I should keep doing what I'm doing and moving forward. And eventually good things will happen. So hopefully they do. But it's not something that I need to be concerned with because that's on management for only having one go-to person. And that's that's from their mouth, not mine. So it makes it a little easier if that's what they say. We'll see what happens. You know, when something happens, then then I'll, you know, then well, you know, I'll take their word for it. But right now it's just coasting along and kind of getting burnt out, which is a bummer because I was really happy. And there was all these talks about moving forward and all these changes and fun stuff going on. But now I'm just kind of burning out because with all these management changes, I can't really keep, you know, how many times can I keep establishing myself to somebody new? It's, you know, it's difficult to do. So, that's, uh, you know... I gotta keep 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 working at it, keep getting at it, keep doing what I'm doing, and just keep being the go-to person because that's that's what I've done. It's my cross to bear, and we'll see what happens. So yeah, as you as you keep listening to the journey of the Cube Nerds podcast, if there's any changes, then I can tell you how much everything has finally paid off, and we'll see what happens at that point. So, yeah. That'll, uh, yeah, I'm getting off the exit. It's just a quick one. It's tough to keep going on and on and on and beating a dead horse about what to tell you. But give me some feedback. Give me some feedback. Like, I'm putting out posts out there. I'm, I'm desperate for feedback. You know, I want to hear how, I want to hear what you like. I want to hear what you enjoy. I want to hear what you don't want to hear or, or do want to hear more of or how I can make this podcast or my, my page better. I'm sure some I'm sure some uh, content on the website would make it better. Eventually, I'll get to that. But in, in the meantime, follow Cube Nerds on Instagram at Cube Nerds, where you get a lot of content there. At Cube underscore Nerds on Twitter, it's pretty much the same content. Once in a while, I put up some unique posts on there, but really, it's just my Instagram feed going. But it's a great way to tweet me real quick and reach out to me, give me some feedback, ask some questions. Go give Cube Nerds a like on Facebook. And also you can send me any emails to cubenerds at gmail.com and let me know what's uh, what's on your mind. Let me know if you're a fan. Let me know if you think if you think the podcast sucks. Be sure to go on iTunes and rate, review, subscribe. If you want to give me five stars, that's great. If you like my podcast and the information I'm giving you, great. If you want a one star because you think I suck and you want to hear something different, that's cool too. Go ahead because I'd like to know. 
because I want to know what, what I can do to make this more engaging for you because I love reaching out to people. I love the kind of the new folks that I've met, you know, through interacting on Instagram and stuff like that. Almost the, the Cube Nerds community so far that's developing with folks who are in kind of the same boat as I am, which I really enjoyed doing. So, you know, I want to hear from more folks. Can't get enough feedback, that's for sure. And I love hearing it. So, all right. Yep, reach out to me, folks. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great Mother's Day. If you're a mother out there, happy Mother's Day. And, uh, yeah, so I hope you have a good day today as well, or I hope you did have a good day if you're listening to this on your way home. And I hope tomorrow is better than today. All right.